Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. And now a word from our sponsors. For most of us, when we decide that we're going to law school, we have zero idea what type of lawyer we want to be. I know that was the case when I started. Usually, what most of us know about being a lawyer basically comes from Law & Order or Legally Blonde. Shout out to our girl, Elle Woods. So, if you're thinking about going to law school or already in law school and want to get some clarity around what types of law actually exist out there and what type of law might be a good fit for you, then we have just the thing for you. A longtime friend of the podcast and law school coach extraordinaire, Angela Vorpal has put together a free, what type of lawyer should I be quiz? This 90 second quiz is designed to give you a window into your best fit type of law might be. Awesome, am I right? You can take the quiz at www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com. So, what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz and send us a DM on Instagram with what type of law you got. We can't wait to hear what type of lawyer you're going to be. Hey guys, and welcome back to Ladies Who Law Podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. And this week, guys, we have a very special guest. Please excuse me, you guys. (laughs) I don't know what got into me on the day that we were recording. I called him Snow Goats, but it's Snoo Goats, just like Snoop Dogg. We like it. But we have such a cool guy guest on this week. This is someone that we found out about during our bar studies and Samantha got on Reddit and got us an interview. Shout out. Thank you, sis. And we are just so excited to have him on. Yes. If you also have been on Reddit for this past bar exam, you know, administration, you definitely know who the goat is. Mm -hmm. Um, he, just for context, because I think a lot of you may be like, what are you guys even talking about? So context, there's a subreddit called bar exam. So when you're like getting ready to study for the bar, you can log on in there and you'll see everyone that's like taking the bar with you. Essentially he would post on there, these summaries of the subjects for the bar. And they were so hilariously funny and everyone loved them and we would send them to each other. Um, and then we, you know, after the bar, we were like, you know, we really got to talk to this guy. And then he, he did it. He did talk to us. And I felt like, Oh my gosh, we're talking to a celeb. So without further ado, let's introduce Mr. Snoo Goats. 
Well, guys, today we have a very special guest. This is someone that we found during our bar studies experience this time on Reddit. He made us laugh. He made us cry. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But help us welcome Snow Goat. We are so excited to have you. We always ask everyone to tell the listeners a little bit about themselves. So please go tell us a little bit about yourself. Sam Haley, thanks for having me. I'm super pumped to be on the podcast. Um, I started listening to you guys' podcast episodes, so I became kind of a fan myself. And I'm definitely, uh, yeah, definitely into the Ladies Who Law podcast. Well, I'm going to remain anonymous just for the course of the podcast for various reasons. But uh, you can call me Goat. I'm from um, Chicago. I graduated um, in 2021. So, um, yeah, I, I was supposed to take the July bar, but I didn't, um, you know, I, I guess, uh, if we can just jump right into the story or I guess my background. Yeah, I, I was, um, for July, I mean, I was going to take the bar. I had studied a bunch, you know, but like towards the end, I, I guess you could say I started having some essentially mental health issues, you know, or anxiety yeah. getting to me. And, um, I totally. didn't even realize it would hit that hard, but, you know, I started having panic attacks and everything and physical symptoms, you know, um, so I had been studying like so intensely for the July bar. Like I was just went crazy, you know, I had, yeah. like, all these study groups and like I was running these groups and like I was so motivated and locked in. But then I just like started having panic attacks. I don't know. I couldn't even like look at the material. You know, I was just like, yeah, up, you know, and I know you guys, this podcast addresses like some mental health issues, which is good. But I don't think people really talk about it enough, like how much mental health, especially in this isolating and tough time of the bar can really just take you down, you know? Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so thankful that you just shared that with us. And so was that in 2021 or 2022, whenever you... Oh, I was supposed to take it in July of 2022. I signed up and everything and I I had paid. And uh, (sighs) yeah, so then that started happening. Yeah, I was having um, panic attacks and like it it just kind of got dark. I mean, I knew like a lot of material. I was like, I think I'm going to crush this test. But then I was like, wait a second, I can't even like... uh, focus on the material. And uh, it just made me realize like 40% of this test is essentially like mental health or keeping your mental health in check. And like, it's so important. There's like shooting ahead to February. Like I was making sure I did cardio every day. I was like making sure I ate healthy. (laughs) Like in in July, I was like Taco Bell every day. I was like, Mm -hmm. not you know what I'm saying? It was just like savage life, you know? Yeah. And uh, all I was like focused on was the material. Like in February, I was trying to like have fun with it, you know, and not, not surround myself by like stress culture or like toxic, you know, there can be like this whole stress culture about the bar. You can work yourself into like a frenzy with other people, you know, mm-hmm. like calling you crying, like I, you know, <laughs> And yeah. So I kind of just was like, guys, we're having fun in February. Like, we're just going to like do it live and just like have the have a good time. And um, so that's kind of like what happened. Yeah. So when July came, like I, I like didn't even sleep the whole night before. Like I didn't even show up to the test. I mean, I drove like halfway there, but I was like, I can't do it. Like I checked my blood pressure and my heart rate. I was just like way too high, you know, and I yeah. was like, I can't go into the test, you know. And, um, so I dropped out of the test and, um, 
Yeah. So it was kind of like a bit of a a traumatic experience, but I was like, I'm going to come back even stronger in February and really just try to do it like in a healthy way this time, you know? Mm So that's yeah. kind of uh, what happened there. I guess going uh, going back, I skipped ahead a little bit. I yeah, so I I uh, I'm from Chicago. I went to law mm-hmm. school out in Chicago. I um I'm interested in criminal law. I've been working in criminal law for a couple of years. You know, I mean, I started off with like doing. I did plaintiffs work at first, like personal injury stuff, and then um yeah, I just kind of like dove headlong into criminal law. So I worked at uh, courthouses. I worked for private attorneys. Um, and that's like my passion. That's what I want to do. You know, I'm trying to um, open up a criminal law firm, hopefully, you know, once if, if I pass. Um, when you pass, manifesting yeah. that. <laughs> don't, don't make me blush, but yeah, no, maybe. I don't <laughs> the test is like, uh, it's unpredictable, you know, for, for everybody. So who knows, you know. But um, yeah, so I mean, that's, that, that's my passion. Um, in, in terms of law school, you know, like, like I said, in some of my posts, I was I was a teaching assistant mm-hmm. in law school, you know, I taught towards two times, you know, I helped teach some other classes. Um, I love to teach like, you know, I like to teach even more than actually like, uh, you know, just studying on my own. I felt like it's mm-hmm. so much, uh, so much you can learn it so much better by teaching because when you're teaching like a bunch of students, you know, I'd have to teach like 80 students or tons of students would come the way we did it at the law school. I would teach like two classes a week and like all these students would come and like, I don't know, it just has to be your information, your knowledge just has to be bulletproof because like people will ask direct questions, which will just like, you know, so you have to know everything. And, um, it was just fun, you know, to help people. Like I always tried to mentor students. I was a little bit older, like going in, you know, I mean, I'm 30 now, you know, and and I wasn't that much older, but like a lot of the people in the day section were like, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, 24 or something. So yeah, I guess I had a little bit more experience and I, um, yeah. So I always love to like teach and help people. And, um, yeah, that's kind of like, you know, I kind of tried to bring that to Reddit, you know, I, I used to help. Yeah. Like, people. So that was kind of like my law school experience was good. But, um, you know, it also like I had setbacks, too. You know, I mean, it's kind of a it's a marathon, not a sprint. And like, you know, bad stuff can happen in law school. And, and I talked about it in some of my posts. I, I did get suspended in law school uh, my 3L year. And um, I got suspended for helping a student on um, a constitutional law final exam, which, you know, it's completely um, unethical. There was, you know, some mitigation to it or there was a whole story behind why he needed help. But it doesn't really matter. You know, I mean, um, Mm -hmm. uh, ultimately, like you need to have like extremely high ethics when you're in the legal profession, you know. So like no matter what the reason is, any slip up can be fatal to your legal career, you know? And, um, once I realized the fall, I mean, they were going to expel me from the school basically. Um, but I only got suspended for like, yeah, I got suspended for like a year and, um, it just kind of like launched me into, you know, I really had to think about like my own ethics and like how, you know, cause it, when you were working in criminal law, people are going to test you every single day, civil law as well, you know? People yeah. will try to get you to send fake documents. They'll try to get you to lie to the judge, per- suborn perjury on the stand, you know, mm-hmm. and there's going to be like money issues everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I, I started reading the filings of the licensing board like every month just to see why people were getting in trouble. And uh, it just made me really like think, uh, I guess, 
we have a target on our backs as lawyers or hopefully soon to be lawyers. Um, and like, we could lose our license at any, at any moment, you know? And so I just want to like, um, yeah, like things are a little more serious once we, <laughs> once we get licensed. So, but, but I was referred to character and fitness and that's like such an invasive process. I mean, this kind of yeah. was, I guess, leading into my breakdown in July. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm essentially being like, I'm not going to say harassed because they're, they're just doing their job, you know, and, and they're really good. The character and fitness is really good at kind of, you know, I mean, they do their thing. They're just working within the system. But next thing you know, I mean, you're, I'm telling them about high school, you know, I, mean, I had yeah. to call my high school principal because I got in trouble in high school a little bit. And like, it's just such an invasive <laughs> process, you know, and like for months and months, mm-hmm. I mean, I was battling character and fitness. I was going through interviews and um, it just really uh, kind of wears you down. So was that leading up to you taking the exam in July? You were going through the character and fitness process. Well, in July, and I wasn't even past character and fitness. I was still like actively being like interviewed up until <laughs> like the last couple of weeks. That Which I'm sure did of, not help. That's what I was going to say. Your anxiety your and all health. of that. Oh, no, it definitely didn't help. I'll tell you that much. It, uh, <laughs> it made things... Uh, it made things worse, but um, yeah. but it really made me, I guess, question um, my decisions. And uh, I guess I grew Why a lot. you wanted to be a lawyer, maybe? Yeah. I, I feel like it really, at, le- at least it seems like to me, your experience was a reflective one and one that really helped you understand why you wanted to be here. But also, I want to go back to you in law school. You know, you were a teacher and that's how we found you. We found you because you were basically teaching us online on Reddit. So, you know, I want to validate that you're here for the right reasons now and that it it was a good process for you. And it seems like it was a really great learning experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Like when I came into February, I I started having like trouble getting motivated again. Because I was like, you know, in July, I kind of know this stuff. I'm like, maybe I'll get a couple easy MEEs and we'll just roll in there and kind of take it live. And it was a couple, I was working full time, you know. And it was a couple weeks out and I was like, am I really going to be looking at trust? You know, like, is that really like what I'm all about? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But then I was like, you know, how can I make trust fun? I mean, I think my theory about like teaching is like anything is interesting if you go like deep enough within the material, you know? And I was like, maybe this could be fun. Like, you know, maybe I could start like doing posts on Reddit and like we could, and I didn't even know you could put in like pictures and GIFs, like my first couple of posts, (laughs) but I was like, damn, okay. Like maybe this could be like, maybe we could all like join together as like a team, you know? Yeah. Cause there's so much competition in law school. And I like, I was like, maybe we can all win out here and have fun. Like while we're doing it, you know? Yes. And um, this goes back to like the gunner mentality. Like, I don't know. When I used to teach, like, I would tell the students, I'd be like, guys, you know, um, most of us are not going to Kirkland and Ellis here. Or, you know, <laughs> if anyone here has gotten, as any, I would be like, has anyone gotten a B or a B plus? Well, you're not going to big law. So we got to just like join together <laughs> as friends, you know, <laughs> support like, each other. <laughs> I'm like, if you've gotten all A's, continue the focus. But I'm like, right now, you know, and um, I feel like there's all this like stress and hustle culture. But if we like join together, um, you know, it can be so much less isolating. And that's I know you guys had talked about how Reddit was beneficial. I, I listened to you guys' July recap and kind of like um, 
Reddit is like a little family, you know, and you get in and it's just fun. You can joke around and it just makes you feel less alone during like the isolating process because most people in your life don't even understand like how crazy the bar exam is, you know? No. I mean, I remember during bar prep, one of our friends saw one of the posts and every time one of your posts came up, like it was in every group message, like, oh my God. Mm-hmm he's dropped another one. Like, let's go. Like, let's learn. Like, let's I was learn crying, laughing at them. Like, they're so funny. And it, it's funny because whenever we read it to each other, right? Like there's inside jokes. Like it is a little family, like you said. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no. And it was a great time when I went to the, um, the testing center in Chicago, I saw a bunch of people have like printed out those, <laughs> some of those like outlines. Like I was sitting down next to like a group of like seven people. They were like on their computers reading like the first amendment one. And I was like, what are you guys reading? And they were like, oh, just this, this guy named Goat like, is on the internet. And I was like, damn. And then they were like, we got to focus, so we'll talk to you later. And I was like, all right, get back to it. Uh, but, <laughs> That's amazing. I wasn't going to have a main character moment where I revealed myself as the Goat. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, some people knew it was me because some people had recognized like some of the stories from law school. So some people like did see me at the center and were like, wait a second. But um, yeah, I mean, what was so great was I got to meet so many people. Like I probably talked to like 500 people over like <laughs> messages and stuff, you know, and yeah. I just got to see all, everybody's unique stories, you know, and it just blew my mind. Like um, the damage this test has done to people's lives. You know, I mean, I was like horror stories, like three, yeah. four, five time retakers, like the trauma, the feeling inadequate, the losing out on so much money because you don't know about powers of appointment on a trust or something, you know, like literally. And um, just like the devastation this test has caused to people's self-confidence and also like just people are trying to get married. They're trying to have kids, you know, and they're just like being held back by some abstract like family law concept or something. It's just like ridiculous, you know. And um, so that's why You know, I I didn't realize like that February is a different situation because that's, I mean, mostly, I I don't know about mostly, but mostly retakers, I guess you could say. I feel like a large majority. Yeah. So, I mean, talking to people like I didn't even know how dark it really like, I mean, I knew it got dark with me, but I was like, whoa, like this test has done a number on people's lives. And it made me think like, wow, if I could maybe like start something up where I could make learning like fun, you know, because I mean, I was talking to people that just froze like the last three, four weeks. They were like, I haven't looked at anything. I mean, some people were like, all I can do is like get high and read your outlines once a day or like because I like will laugh or something. (laughs) They're like, but people like they would be like looking at those 2000 page themis outlines just like freezes them, you know, so. I felt like I was trying to have a way to make learning like uh, fun for people that were like non-conventional learners. You know, I mean, a lot of people reached out and said they had ADD or like they had uh, OCD perfectionism, you know. And I was like, maybe we could it kind of like a Grossman style situation. The reason people love John Grossman is because he just like he gives you straight talk, you know, yes, a sharp shooter in in a cornfield, you know. And I was like, maybe I could just be like, we could just have fun. You know, this is how it was when I like taught in school. So I was Mm -hmm. like, and then adding in all the pictures and everything, it just made it like, uh, yeah, I was just trying to like help people's mental health because like the more you look at these supplemental 
prep coming. And they all look the same. It's just like I'm reading this stuff and I'm just like, what do these words even mean? You know? And so, I think uh, also you made it really relatable, you know, with context wise, which I think is helpful for, you know, I guess my generation, <laughs> like, you know, I don't necessarily like to talk like I'm from the seventies or the sixties, like in language, oh, yeah. you know? I mean, it's like people are, I mean, everyone's on TikTok. I mean, you see somebody on TikTok and they can't even stay on a TikTok video for two seconds, even if it's going to be the funniest video. I mean, people are just scrolling all day. And so, like, I was like, how can we get something that captures, like, their attention and makes them want to study? Because, like, why can't we, like, be excited about studying for the bar? You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's what Grossman kind of tried to do you know and that's yeah. what i was kind of trying to like pick up on the master's like legacy you know <laughs> by trying to integrate like you know stuff from like euphoria or white lotus or funny memes you know and i was like this is what people are i mean we it's like a tiktok generation and we need to find new ways to study in like mm-hmm. short little bursts which aren't so like i mean these themes like you said in your podcast the themist videos they'll be like you got to watch 27 videos today about conflicts of law. I'm like, how am I going to remember any of that? I need to know, like, just Claxon and then I'll be good. Like, you basically just have to give it to people. Like, in my post, I'd be like, guys, this is all they're going to test on. Like, I, I've pretty much gone through all the, the practice questions. I'm like, there's no other iteration of this. So, I don't know. Um but yeah, so I mean, it was awesome, and yeah, right now I, I am trying to like uh, start up a little like small bar prep supplement company. So that's awesome. Cool. So I have some background questions because I want to know, like, obviously you had to know the material pretty well to be able to teach it to people. So you know, what were you using to study yourself, like, you know, to create these things, or was it just like from your outlines from law school and stuff like that? We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you are currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. Yeah, I mean, I was using a couple different sources. Like, ultimately, um, 
when I study or like when I when I put stuff together for like uh, to teach or like in school, mm-hmm. I try to look at like honestly like ten different sources. I mean, I need to explain it like as simply as possible, so I can't just see like there are it's like inadvertence or excusable neglect. I'm like, what does that mean? It's like some weird element. I'm just like, all right, that basically means nothing to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So then, like, I might do like a Google dive into it, you know, and now like, you mm-hmm. just type it in at Google. You're like. What does this element mean, right? The whole—I mean—the whole test is just essentially testing like small elements of different um, rules. And so I would—I would read up on it, you know. I'd read a couple articles, you know. I mean, I did. I will give a shout out. Like um, Joe Seprak's stuff is great, you know. I bought his stuff. I mean, um, and it—you know—it can be expensive. I mean, he has like hardcore, like hardcore comprehensive material, um, but his stuff is incredible. Um, you know, but um, so that was like a great place to check stuff with. I did have a bunch of my own outlines. I had stuff that other people had sent me, you know, I mean, I, I had pretty much like um, I had gone through most of the questions on like Adaptibar and New World. I mean, in July, I mean, in July, I went like crazy. Like I was studying like, mm-hmm. so much. I took time off. I was studying like 10 hours a yeah. day and just like, going nuts, you know, and um which is kind of like ironic that I like didn't even show up. Like I in uh, in July, I had this big group text called like "We Can't Lose" like July group chat, you know. And then I just like wasn't there basically. So, um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, I would look at like ten different things. I, I would go on Westlaw Academic um, mm-hmm. if I didn't understand the concept, and um, so once I would understand it then I would like be able to explain it with humor. But like a lot of that stuff, I, and I didn't know anything about trust before I wrote that outline or like hardly anything about family law or conflicts, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, it is helpful. Um, like, I mean, with, with like Separac, for example, you can, I mean, he puts together a supplement, which you can control F all of the MEEs that ever existed. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I was looking for a subject, I could do control F this, and I could look through exactly what he was putting. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, well, I, I could cycle through, and I'd be like, oh, it's only ever been tested three times, you know? And so, like, and it's very helpful um, to have, like, something like Separax, Omega, uh, or MEE compilation. Because, you know, when, when, when they release it, it's like question, 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 answer, answer, answer. His thing is just like question and answer. And it's like control F searchable, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a dope supplement. And um, yeah, so really grateful for all of his stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I would look at Studicata, the outlines. Yeah. You know, I mean, I took Themis kind of like, you know, with my friend, before um but yeah i mean i think um i guess like the trick is i would look at like five or ten different things and then i'd be like which one is the simplest and like how can we make it even more simple if possible you know yeah Uh, so it was a bit of a process i had like a couple different tabs open but then i would try to like coagulate it all and just try to like add in it was almost more important to try to add in funny stuff though because like no matter how <laughs> simple it is you know some of these outlines are like one page for a, yeah, for a yeah. whole it doesn't matter if it if it's simple it it needs to be like relatable and it needs to be like funny um people I think a lot of students they'll only remember something if it's tied to like a story you know yeah 
I don't know. I was talking about that one question or like I was talking about like uh, the difference between false pretenses and larceny by trick. And like, you know, if you go in and get like a Versace shirt and they give you a receipt, you know, now it's like false pretenses versus just like taking it. And a lot of people messaged me and they were like, on the bar exam, I remembered the Versace shirt. Or they would remember <laughs> little like uh, <laughs> little like, things. Like, goat, I heard your voice. And I remember that you yelled at us about that. And then you told some weird story about it. <laughs> Sometimes the stories are just crazy, but people will remember a crazy story. They're not going to remember like Michael Barr from Studicata just like yelling at you <laughs> over 17,000 videos. His stuff is like incredible, you know, but like, it's all just like the the whole bar. It's like a waterfall is hitting you when you start studying for this. And then like three days before the bar, you like, look at your hands. You're like, I haven't collected any of this water. Like it all just like, it all just (laughs) my hands, you know, which is why I laugh. People post on Reddit. They're like, when are we supposed to start memorizing? Like, (laughs) (laughs) same. And so like this, all, all of these Themis videos, like their whole 27,000 hour program, it's useless unless you remember it. Cause like once you're going into war, like I would rather have people be equipped with like 10 things. I told people, I was like, you better know five of the most basic things about wills and five of the most basic things about secure transactions. And you go in with the basics and run like a Princeton offense on those MEEs. And like, you'll just overwhelm yourself with like a thousand things. And and I'm like, Mm -hmm. people would be calling me and they'd be like, yo, goat, like I'm 99% through Themis, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't really care. I mean, how much of that stuff did you remember? Like they're almost doing it for their own sick, like need to be a hundred percent into Themis. I'm like, you know. Um, I would rather have people not be 100% into Themis, but know like 30 basic things in each category. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I have a question. So what was your first post and when did you start to see like traction? Was it from the very beginning? Because I first found you on your Wills post and honestly, I never laughed harder. I (laughs) remembered stuff for the test. I know we can't really talk about it, but you know what I mean? And it's just like, what was, Um, when did you first start? Well, my first one, I was like, all right, I'm pretty sure family law is going to be on this. You know, I was like, I know that they're not (laughs) fully predictable. I know they've thrown a couple July (laughs) 2022 curveballs, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to look through the matrix we're doing family law. And I was sitting at work and I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to be motivated to study family law. It was like three weeks before the test, but I was like, maybe if I can cook this up and we can kind of make it like a community thing. So I started doing like a whole family law post. And then, uh, I got, yeah, I mean, I got some good feedback on it. And some people messaged me, they were like, do wills, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, I'm going to do wills. Then I was like, wait a second, we can put pictures in these things? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like realizing all like the functionality. I'm like, okay, this is killer. I'm gonna add in some YouTube videos, you know? Yes. And uh, I was throwing in GIFs, and then I was like, all right, wait a second, we can make these killer, you know? And um, but but it was like it was mainly for me to stay like motivated, you know what I'm saying? That's and amazing. After Wills, I mean. I just got like a massive influx of like people hitting me up and people were like requesting me to like, you know, make certain things. And like, I was like, wow. And I talked to, I talked to one guy who was like, you know, he, I guess he took the October 2020, um, 
exam. And he was like, it didn't transfer, I guess. I guess there was like transfer issues with that exam. And he was already kind of like um, a high powered, like corporate lawyer. And he, and he, I mean, he sent me like 500 bucks basically as a thank you. He was like, and then I was like, whoa, you know, I was like, <laughs> people really need test prep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, one of my good friends actually um, I'm over at his place right now, but he, he started a um, CPA prep program. So he was telling me, he was like, you know, students need it and they need it to be fun and exciting. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I started to kind of see like the um, glory of the test prep uh, world. And so, yeah, basically then I just started, um, I started doing more. Yeah. So I took off a, um, I took off a week and then I was just like getting up super early to try to knock out these, <laughs> you know, knock out like a new post like every day. And then it's, yeah, at a certain point, there was like hundreds of people messaging me about it. And um, I got to talk to like a lot of people on the phone, you know. Um, so cool. It was interesting. I even got, there were some haters, you know, like something. Always. Uh, angry messages about stuff. <laughs> what the what heck were they, they saying? What were they angry yeah. about? Oh, I mean, you know, some people like don't like if you joke around too much. And like mm. one kid sent me a funny one, <laughs> which I was going to include. He was like, listen, like the joinder rules are not that simple. Like you're ridiculous. Like you don't understand the joinder rules. <laughs> and then I was so, like, honestly, maybe I don't. I was like, I'm going to get that post. I'm like, my, my bad. <laughs> you're like, man, this is all in good fun. Like feeling myself too hard. I was like, like, yeah, wait a second. Right. I'm like don't look over the Sudakata stuff. Thanks. You know? <laughs> but, yeah. So then there were some haters for sure. But yeah, people started requesting stuff and I was like, I don't have enough time. Like I can't make yeah. a and I was like, well, I did have enough time, but the problem was Reddit was like capping my character limits too. And so like you're only allowed to put 40,000 characters I learned. So I was like, some of these mega threads were like too big. And then I was just like, I don't know, like how it was just like started to stress me out with all of Reddit's like weird restrictions on everything. But um, yeah, so it was a crazy journey. Like I was talking to people. I was like, I think I started like a cult on Reddit. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you did. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. Some people did like recognize me. They were like, that's just how like you would teach, you know, our classes or whatever and uh so yeah there was definitely yeah it was kind of like a snoo goats movement there for a little bit and i met a lot of people like from chicago that hit me up you know and it was kind of like a cool vibe for sure so i mean that was uh it was awesome i had a good time and like i said i'm gonna try to start like a super cheap test prep these companies are so expensive mine will be like 50 bucks or something but i was trying to start like something super cheap and like accessible to everybody and um, just something that's just fun, you know, and can take away some of like the mental stress and hopefully like give back to the legal community if I could, you know. That's so yeah, awesome. I mean, we would call each other on FaceTime and like read them to each other as like, you know, some downtime because it was like fun. Yeah. Mental relief. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and being so transparent with us and talking about your mental health and talking about your journey because this is just so great. I know so many people will appreciate this and also see themselves in this journey because like you said, it can be so isolating, but it can also be really fun. So Uh, can't wait for goat bar prep. (laughs) Thanks guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
Oh my gosh, guys. He's hilarious. And I'm just like so excited for him because you guys, he freaking crushed the exam. Illinois results just recently came out and he made a 367. I'm frozen because I'm shocked and my mouth is on the ground because I'm just so impressed. And for context, um, for anyone who knows about the UBE, you you know, you get a writing score and then an MBE score. So since he got a 367, that means he probably got like a 180-ish, if like as if like if they were equal on both ends, you know, like his writing and mm-hmm. his MBE. Like that's like a 180 on like both. Wow. I'm just again. Which so is impressed. crazy. I mean, that means he was like 30 something points off from being perfect. Because 400 is the highest you can get. So with that being said, guys, obviously he knows what he's doing. And the fact that he was able to come back um, to the bar exam after not even showing up the first time and like absolutely killing it. Crushing it. Mindset. And like, Mm -hmm. like, like he had to do work, you know? And I think we could definitely... um, empathize with that because we had to do a lot of mental work too this time to like get into a place in a headspace where we were like you know what we crushed this um and so yeah he's amazing and Haley why don't you tell us what he's dropping yes he is starting his own bar prep tutoring subreddit so go on uh Go bar prep. Obviously, we'll link it below, and there's a special way you look up subreddit, so we'll put that in there. But he's tutoring people, guys. He's trying to get some cheaper outlines out there because <laughs> some of these are three hundred bucks for one subject or whatever, right? So, if you're getting ready to study, go check that out. Look him up on Reddit. Read some of his original posts. Um, some of them that we talked about in this episode and you know, check it out because this guy is seriously, like I said, I can't say it enough. So impressive. Also such a cool guy. He taught in law school. He was vulnerable. He told us, I mean, it was just great. Just such a great episode. We can't thank him enough for coming on here and we can't, you know, thank fate enough for us finding him during our experience as well. Yes. You guys, um, like Haley said, check him out, especially because the fact that he's offering a lot of this stuff for free is so lucky for anyone who's taking the bar. Like, I'm not kidding, guys. Like, go read, like Haley said, go read his last post and you'll get a taste of what we're talking about. Yeah. But also, if you like more content like this, follow us on Instagram at the Ladies Who Law podcast. And then go to ladieswholawschool.com and get some merch, of course. And don't forget to get your April wallpapers. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you again next week. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay kind. Love you guys. Bye.